Hello and welcome to the AIS Arena for another year of Canberra Capitals basketball here on sportradio.com.au. Craig Ravel calling the action tonight along with Simon Peters. Simon, a fantastic year for the Capitals. We've just seen the raising of the 2005-2006 price attack banner and already we're about to get into the Defence Jobs WNBL Championship. The World Championship Cup has been delivered here by Lorraine Landon from Basketball Australia. It has been a huge off-season to get us ready for this year's championship. Yeah, it's been a pretty magical time, particularly the last month, as you mentioned, with the, the World Championship win for the Opals. It's sort of been the, the holy grail for so long, and, and we've always uh, certainly threatened that, that title for quite a few years now to finally pull it off. And, and as you mentioned, too, the raising of the banner, Pretty impressive up there. There's four banners for the last six seasons. It's not a bad effort from the from the Capitals last seven seasons. Sorry. So, but yeah, looking. Uh, it's it's in a way it's the end of an era with uh, Lauren Jackson finally committing to playing overseas. It's, it's something we knew she would always do eventually. It was just a matter of time. And uh, and of course we wish her all the best when she goes to Korea. So it's an exciting time for the Capitals too. It's, it's a chance for them to to step out of the, the, the superstar Jackson's shadow and, and see... Because uh, there's always been this under talk of, uh, you know, the Capitals are nothing without Jackson. People seem to forget that we did lose two championships with Jackson. But, uh, you know, it, it'll be a great opportunity for them to play without her and to, for some of the girls that over the years we've seen get small amounts of court time really step up and, and get into the game. One of them, of course, in the precinct has been Natty Hurst. She is really stepped up big time in the sale tournament. She was the, the top top average scorer for the team. As the teams are taking the floor, and it will be Bishop to go straight into the centre with Beatty on the outside. That's an interesting start. Of course, Bishop's first WNBL game was up against Lauren Jackson at this arena to start last season. So it's Bishop, Bibby, Bevilacqua, also, Kelly Abrams. It's the Kelly gang this year, Captain <laughs> Abrams, and she's uh, forgotten to take the ear stud out. Yes. So she's having a great start to her captaincy, already being chipped by the, uh, by the referee before the start of the game. Abrams makes her way back to the bench, and we're about set for a start here as it's McInerney, Downey, Kavanagh, Kerr, and Kerr, what a matchup we're going to see there. No Jackson on the floor, but there's plenty of others. Girls in blue that have got her <laughs> name and number in their square-up book. Yeah, it's been a bit of, bit of a uh, famous battle over the years, the, the Kerr-Jackson one. But Kerr with a new club, a uh, really new look down in on team. And um, three of their, well, probably three of their biggest guns, three of their four biggest players in Shelley Hammonds, Kathleen McLeod, Samantha Richards all out of tonight's game. Yes, we'll hear from the coaches right now here on sportradio.com.au. Well, Gary Fox, the euphoria of the World Championship has come to an end with the start of another defence jobs WNBL season. Well, the euphoria hasn't got over for me. I, I still feel uh, on top of the world. It's a really strange experience to come back and try and settle back in and be a part of everything in after you've been away for a month and experience such a wonderful effort by the girls who went away and what they did for Australia. When you're involved in it like you were down there in Sao Paulo, Brazil, you were living, eating, breathing it. Did you get a surprise at just how well informed the Australian public was on, on your achievements? Well, yeah, my, my school certainly has been fabulous and the people I know have been fabulous because they certainly paid attention to it. And so that's been a wonderful thing. We Hopefully the sport can capitalize on it. And hopefully people recognize uh, 
that our sport did something that uh, is the equivalent of winning the World Cup. Yeah, and of course it means just about every team has got a world championship on the court, a world champion on the court every game. Yeah, there'll be a couple out there tonight. How fabulous is that? You know, it's a great thing, honest. But Dandenong, though, injuries is your concern at the start of the season. Yeah, we've uh, probably run under a four or five ladders and stepped on six or seven black cats. We've got two girls out with injuries that won't be back for anywhere from three weeks to two months, and we have two that will be back next week, but it really makes it tough. We, now we got, uh, you know, five of our veterans here and a couple young kids, and they'll go out and compete very hard because we have a lot of pride, and they're good, they're good people, and they'll, they'll have a real go. Well, one of your imports or one of your... Uh big signing for the year, Annika Kerr makes her debut tonight, and for Annika Kerr, who's had such a relationship uh, up against the Canberra Capital, probably a good way for her to start a Dandenong career. Yeah, it's just great to see Annika come back to Dandenong. She was there years ago. Uh, she's a very close friend of my family, and I'm really pleased to have her back playing with us. Uh, and Larissa Cavanaugh, it's a big game for her. She, she played with Dandenong almost 10 years ago, I think, and has come back, and so we're looking forward to having them involved. And Allison Downey, Caitlin Ryan get a chance to step up, and Cabell's awake has come back after two years out, so you know it's an interesting group. Well, good luck for tonight. Thank you very much, Greg. We could use some. Look, here we got the first game of the season. The crowd's starting to roll in here at the AIS Arena, and the girls are looking pumped for a big game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know the start of the season is always, always exciting. You're not sure, you know, with a new team like ours, you're not sure how they're going to come together. But I think you know we're at home. Hopefully, it'll be a good crowd, and, and I think the, the signs of some of the preseason are good for us, and it can only get better. A mark change for the Capitals this year, you're starting the season with players that you have to nurse a little bit, but no one's sitting on the bench because they can't start the season, unlike your opponents. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Danny and I was clearly depleted by injury. I mean, we've just got Cunningham, you know, cleaning up that knee injury that she's had the last few years, and we've got two players to come in, but like you say, we're not we're not injured like Danny and I, but hey, they're depleted, we're depleted, we'll just take what we can get. All the best for tonight. Great, thank you. Well, that's what the coaches had to say about this match-up as we just have a slight pause in proceedings because uh, ABC2 broadcasting this game live tonight is not quite ready for the cross. So the girls have been out there joking. Uh, Jeff Bibby, of course, if you heard the uh, sportradio.com.au pre-game show, they, or preview, I should say, Bibby was talking to us about how the Dandenong change changed so much, the ferocity of uh, perhaps playing an old team isn't quite there because there's just so many new girls in this lineup. Well, not many of them left. You look at the floor there, there's really only two. Three uh, and Downey as well, yeah. Bishop gets the tip off for the Capitals as we get the defence jobs. WNBL underway in season 2006-2007. Bevelacqua brings it down, drives the left lane and banks it in. And Bevelacqua, the world champion, is off to a great start. Fairy tale start for the world champion. Yes, uh, it takes a while for Ryan to get the ball into the front court, eventually over to Downey on the right wing. McInerney's at the top of the arc. Oh, the pass inside to Kavanagh. Mm. Bishop gets a hand in there. Kavanagh goes to ground trying to recover. It goes back to McInerney. Goes to Downey for a jump shot from the right-hand side. Doesn't fall. Kerr does the rebounding off the offensive glass. McInerney gets the hand off. She goes under the uh, glass, tries to bounce pass it across to Downey. It comes off the... Uh, feet of McInerney when it rebounds off I think Bishop and it will be a Capitals ball. It's, it's going to be a spot where Dandenong will suffer. We've got a, a whistle blown here. They're off the play. Something to do with the clock I think. Oh, in fact their 24 second shot clock is still up there so yeah. it doesn't look like it's dropped. Yep. Would have been about 3 seconds to bring the ball into the front court yeah. there roughly. Probably run it down to 20. Yeah they're 22. going to run it yep. no, 2 seconds to get it forward. 
Yeah, Caitlin Ryan with the with the uh, the job of bringing the ball up for the Capitals. Uh, for Caitlin, I'm sorry, the uh, that's going to be a, a tough job for her tonight. Oh, there you go. It's already started. Abrams with a big arm into Kirsch. Her pass got intercepted quite easily, but it, certainly Abrams is one of those players that has that number 15. It used to say fire 15. Now it says Danian on 15 is. There's a few to square up there. At the other end, the ball's rushed over the baseline. It'll be Ryan to bring it in. So Ryan to restart play. Inside two, Kerr now. Bishop watching her on the left side. Outside goes to Downey. Just working it. Not too much around the perimeter. They're slow with the ball movement at the moment. They're standing on side. Oh, McInerney drives straight into Abrams, who goes to ground. Eventually, Larissa Kavanagh gets called for a foul from behind Beatty as the uh, pass was, uh, well, the pass from McInerney as she made the drive. The drive was good. The contact was certainly there with Abrams, but yeah. uh, it was all legal because Abrams hadn't grounded a feet. No, it was, it was a good no call. Yeah. Abs went to ground, but yeah, I think she was getting there late, so... But the turnover affected, so Capitals still lead by two points. Bevel Aqua has the ball stolen by Downey. It's the steel leader in the in the uh, WNBL, Defence Jobs WNBL, just got one stolen off her. <laughs> uh, McInerney now. Oh, Abrams is not happy with the work McInerney's giving her because McInerney hands off the shot, gives it to Downey, who goes down the right lane, hands off to Kerr. Kerr shots an air ball and Bibby comes up with it. Bounce pass to Captain Abrams, who lays it in for two. I'm loving the look at Kel Abrams two minutes into this game. She's the captain of this team this season and she is going hammer and tongs out there at both ends of the floor. Yeah, she knows that there's a big shoes to fill with that. Just even Sharpie who's retired, let alone yep. Shelley Sandy, Lucille Bailey, who all become before her. Shelley forces a turnover and that's Beattie for the easy layup. Beattie gets her first two points for the season. Beattie, this year the Lone Tower is going to have a huge role trying to drill some youngsters into the roles she needs to help her out in Bishop and, of course, Caitlin Cunningham. Inside pass to Cavanard, pull-up jump shot from the low post, doesn't fall, comes off the iron and we have another turnover. Dandenong finding it hard to get the basket. Capitals lead by six. Yeah, they're really struggling to get any, any kind of offense running. The uh, Bringing the ball up the floor to start with, but also the... Once they're in the in the half court game, they're not really running anything. Bevlacqua hands off in the front court to Abrams, who goes inside to Beatty, outside through the hands of Bishop to Bibby, goes back inside to Bishop, and Bishop's turnaround jump shot doesn't fall. She almost put a hand in there on McInerney, who comes down the floor, gives it to Downey, goes back to McInerney. Oh, McInerney's passed to Kerr in the paint. Beatty has got a piece of Kerr as the shot went up. The shot dropped, and Kerr will go to the line to add the bonus. And finally, Dandenong get off the mark three minutes into this game with Kerr two points and a shot to come. Natty Hurst just came on for the Capitals. That's uh, under the first three minutes of the game. That's a, a bit of a record for Nat. That's a sign of things to come. We'll expect a lot more minutes from her this season. Is indeed. The Capitals have been talking up how big a role Natalie Hurst has got to play this season in the Capitals' rotations. She immediately gets the ball inside to Bishop. Bishop can't put up a hard pass underneath the basket. And Kerr does the rebounding. Gives it off to McInerney. McInerney airballs it over Caitlin Ryan, who had Hurst right in front of her. So Ryan couldn't run onto the pass. And the turnover's affected. Don't know about Nat's hairdo, though. Just, 
6.44 left to go in the first term. Capitals up by four, six to two. And we have a uh, yeah, 29 second shot clock over here. Right. So I think that's what uh, the refs have picked up here, that one shot clock's saying 29 seconds, the you other one's saying 24. For the first game of the season, you'd be checking the machinery, checking that everything works, but uh, apparently it's not too big a concern. Yes, they're going to keep running. This shot clock over on the Dan- on the Capitals' offensive end is working. It's 18 seconds now as Abrams gives it to Beattie, top of the key. Round right side as they work the perimeter to Hurst. Then going on the ball on the floor. No, kicks it back to Abrams. Over the top. Gives it to Beattie. Abrams takes the shield. Puts up the shot. Oh, nice. Beattie, big reach there. Gets it and puts it back in. Beattie moves to four points for the game. And it's ten points to two. Here, eight-point lead to the Canberra Capitals as Caitlin Ryan is holding her eye there. Don't know what the contact was from. Oh, no, Tracy Beattie is uh, just giving her a pat on the back. Hurst is following her. It looks like uh, she she's a tagger in the game, if uh, we were still calling <laughs> AFL here on sportradio.com.au. Oh, that's a contest that uh, I think I'd put money on Natty Hurst winning tonight as well. All right, then uh, Kerr brought the ball down the floor there. Goes to Downey right side, back to Kerr on the left. Gives it to McInerney. McInerney needs to put up some shots here, but Abrams is wearing a like a glove. Oh, goes inside to Ryan. Hurst oh. tried to get in there, had to pull out. Rebound comes down to Kavanaugh, and Kavanaugh will put it in for her first two points of the, uh, well, the new career at Dandenong after 10 years at the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Captain for so long too at Bulleen. Mm. Yeah, big change that one. <laughs> Hurst now right side goes to Bibby. Bibby, the former Ranger, gets her first two points for the Capitals. So, oh, oh, Annika Kerr downtown by herself, and the quick inbound pass. Kavanagh just doing a great job there. Capitals looking pretty disorganised defensively. We saw the the uh, play before too. They just didn't. Uh, box out on the first shot, just let uh, Dandenong walk in and get a layup, basically. Shot goes up from the arc, doesn't fall, and Downey does the clean-up for the Rangers as Ryan brings the ball back <laughs> over the half. Goes down the left side to McInerney. McInerney, or oh, Abrams, grabbed her hand there as she took off with the ball. No call on that play. Inside to Kavanaugh, who tries to drive straight down the centre. She comes back after it was touched away, kicks it out to Kerr, and Kerr's the scoring machine at the moment. Six points for the game. Leading scorer on the floor. 12 points to... Oh, I've got 12 points to eight. It's 10 points to eight. Here at the AIS Arena. Hurst now drives the left lane, kicks it back to Bishop at the high post left side, goes across the floor, Downey gets a hand in on Bibby, she has to go chase the ball, rolling down the floor, and Bibby just puts up one of her famous drives to the basket, lays it in nicely, spectacularly laid in too, getting plenty of air, and she will pick up four point, her fourth point for the game, as it's the Capitals 12, Dandenong a timeout being called here by, I think it was the Capitals that wanted to talk probably about that defence, Simon. Yeah, just the last two trips. I mean, it, it's 12-8 it's now, but there were two baskets there for Dandenong that they should never have got. The first first one was a, a pretty ordinary shot that went up, but uh, the Capitals just stood around and watched. No one boxed out, no one jumped to the rebound, and uh, Dandenong were able to just walk in and, and get the second attempt, and it was an easy layup. Then the, the second one... All the Campbell's, Capitals defenders in their front court after the ba- made basket, a quick inbound, like you said, 
and Annika Kerr's down here under the basket with it, uh, without a defender within 20 feet of her. So I think, you know, the Capitals thinking, oh, yeah, we're up 10-2. Standing on a looking ordinary, so maybe just a momentary lapse. But a quick reminder that, hey, these guys might be mo- missing a, a few of their personnel, but they're still a WNBL team. They're still world champions on that team in, in McInerney. And, uh, you know, although that being said... You can't take them lightly, no. No, no, no. But um, a lot of the offence at the moment seems to be working through M. McInerney. And uh, M's a hell of a player, but I wouldn't call her a, a playmaker or an offensive specialist. And uh, I think that's where Dan and I are, are struggling a bit at the moment with, well, with having Ryan lost, getting in trouble. Having lost Bibby to Canberra and then having McLeod not on the floor... That Sam does, Richards not on the floor. Yeah, and yeah. Sam Richards not a, available either. And then <coughs> you've got Caitlin, who is... A shooting guard forward, yeah. doing most of the carrying. As Ryan now gets to Kavanagh, Kavanagh putting up the screen, but Lange coming into the game because that's Kylie Gwyther, Kylie yep. Lange now, and very proud Ryan of a new name. Will put up the shot. It doesn't get any easier to say. I hate to tell you, it's <laughs> still up there on the awkward side. As Beatty now kicks the ball right side to. Bibby then goes left side. Hurst inside to the Lone Tower. Tracy Beatty will put it in. There is no one on this standing on team that if, if Tracy Beatty gets the ball with that sort of range, she's just going to be able to shoot. You know, they, they just don't a... have any height. No. Losing Sino Emma Randall yep. is two tools that they just haven't been able to cover yet. No. And of course, Shelley Hammond's coming back in. Will help. Oh, Caitlin Ryan. She tried the dribble around the Pressure back. From Natty Hurst. Yeah. Her heel and Hurst will carry it back down the floor now. Hurst looking, goes right side to Bibby, looks to put up a three-point shot. She drives to the low post. Her shot is short, and uh, Tracy Beatty will get her, I think, second, second foul yeah. for reaching in over the back. And uh, that's a danger for Tracy because she has got such height. Abrams coming out, Bishop coming in, and there must be one more change because Beatty's going to sit down now as well. So Bevelacqua's come back in as Kylie Lange. Bevelacqua, Beatty, uh, sorry, Hurst, Bibby and Bishop out there for the Capitals. It's Ryan, Kavanagh, Kerr, Downey and McInerney and I think they're going to have big minutes tonight, those five, as Kavanagh has the ball. Right-hand side of the key. Lange pressuring her. Lange expected to have a big year as well. Downey drives in, gives it to Kavanagh, puts up a three-point attempt. Kerr working hard. Nice that rebound. is hard work. Oh, Bishop, they've got a piece of arm. How's that a no-call, ref? I do not know. Well, there's in- three refs this season, so... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ryan sets up again. Hurst, we're watching her. Left side to McInerney. Inside to Kerr. And now Bishop has got a, well, reasonably soft call, as I think the no-call's been rectified. Yeah, I, I like this move that Graffy's gone with. She's gone small. You've got uh, Bibby, Hurst, and Bivalacqua on the floor. There's no bigs for for uh, Dandenong to speak of, and they're certainly going to dominate the guard spot if they keep up with this group. Kavanagh across to Ryan. Oh. Ryan puts up a near ball. Kerr tries to keep it under control, but it's stepped away by uh, by Tully Bivalacqua. Kill Abrams Hurst, back on yeah, to Natty Hurst. Sits down, so they're just rotating through. When they've got Hurst... Bevelacqua and Bibby on the court. They've got some wheels, haven't they? Hell yeah. yeah. Inbound pass. Caitlin Ryan as Demel Zawaxel <laughs> looks to come into the game for the first time. Downey on the right side. Brings it to the left. Drives the left lane. Puts up the shot over the top of Captain Abram. 
shot doesn't fall as the shot clock was counting down. Bishop does the rebounding. Ooh. Bibby's pass is cut off by McInerney. Kicks it right side to Kerr. Doesn't get onto the pass cleanly, so she has to pull up. Oh, Kavanagh charges hard down the lane. Gets to Bibby. Nice little reverse and it makes the layup. It's a good drive and it's uh, once again a, a defensive lapse from the Capitals. Bevelacqua just controlling things now in the offensive court. Bevelacqua, of course, known as a great defender, but can shoot out the shoot the lights out when she uh, is on. Now right side to Abrams. The pass was low to Bishop. She goes. Oh, about sweet move. Nice skew step. Lange comes up with a rebound, gives it to Bibby for three, and Bibby her first three points for the Capitals. Seven points against her old team, and don't forget Bibby. January last year hit 47 points against the Caps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we won't forget that. Hell In no. a game that was so... It looked like one team was going to dominate and Dandenong just came back. In there at the other end, Caitlin Ryan gets her second two points of the game, working hard inside. Oh, Bishop gets the ball back, working hard from under the basket, and Bishop gets the two. Big signing, Bishop. After she left the IRS program, haven't had a chance to chat with Abby about what happened there, but she was, drove home to Adelaide, Caitlin Cunningham, a whole bunch of them on the phone to her, she's driven back to Canberra to play for the Caps. <laughs> yeah, it's a big signing and a, and a player with a lot of potential. Kerr in the key, driving into the key, puts up the shot, I think Langy's been called for the foul. It's 32, so yep. that's Langy's first, and it is into the bonus now as they hit five team fouls. So the Capitals, with three refs, certainly not getting too many benefits from uh, the home team advantage. Well, I don't know that they've been hardly hard done by either. They've um, the defense isn't looking great. I've got to say, it's um, their offense looks slick, 19 points, but uh, this stand-on team is not playing well. Capitals only up at the moment by five. Oh, Kerr misses both as Waxel goes after the rebound. Downey Ooh. has managed to uh, not touch that after uh, Bishop got a fingernail on it and it's across the baseline. Throw uh, inbound ball from McInerney in offence with a 24-second shot clock still at their disposal. Inbound to Kerr. Kerr puts the ball on the floor, drives into the paint and her shot does not drop, but she'll go back to the line. Second for Abby Bishop. Yeah, Bishop just getting a bit too physical there. And uh, that will be a concern for Coach Graff. Because we didn't mention Sandy Tomley coming in as the assistant coach this year yeah, after uh, great opportunity second for assistant for uh, the Capitals last year. And, uh, well, of course, with uh, Peter Buckle's wife pregnant, deciding to spend some time with her this season, uh, we do wish uh, Peter all the best. Definitely. Well, the noise builds up as Kerr makes the second, and it's 15 points to 17 to 19 here in the last. Well, 10 seconds now in the first quarter. Abrams inside to Lange, just so uh, gets a roll on it. McInerney gets nailed by Bishop. McInerney picked up, picked up by Bishop, but. Uh, Coach Fox, you can probably hear him in the background, not happy got every with right no too. ball. She was fouled hard. Mm. Took her to the ground. <laughs> so Nothing the, intentional in it, but it was, nonetheless it was a foul and a pretty hard one. 3.6 seconds left in the first quarter of the defence jobs. 2006-2007 WNBL. And the uh, ref not happy with the floor cleaning, I don't think. He's gone for a, 
a second look. And uh, three refs. Yeah. Three times the uh, opinion on how the game should be run. That's it. Just uh, inbound ball. Bishop has got a hand in the back of Caitlin Ryan, I think. No, Caitlin Ryan's got the call. That was a nice job. Bishop was really getting pushed backwards. She just stuck the hand up and and just took it in one hand. That was nice. Hurst comes into the game for Lange now. It looked like Bev Lackler was ready to come off. But, Coach uh, Kraft bringing in a shooter. Yep. Just under three seconds left in the game. 2.7, Bibby, inbound, oh, ball, shot doesn't fall. Abby Bishop with the offensive foul. Yeah, that's uh, her third too. It's not a good start for your, for your new girl. Your and Kelly Lange comes back in. No rest for Kai, she just gets straight back out there. Yep. Kerr inbounds now to uh, Ryan. Hits the backboard but doesn't drop. And at quarter time, 19-15, the Capitals lead Dandenong in a game that Dandenong looked like they just were not in. But they persisted and the Caps in defence have a long way to go. 10-2 early on in the Capitals' favour. And uh, if you weren't looking at the scores and you were just watching that game, you'd... You'd easily say that the Capitals dominated that game. Uh, but yeah, a four-point lead. Coach Graff will not be happy, I'll tell you that. Yeah. They're doing some repairs on the shot clock down this end. Yeah, putting a new one in. Yep. So that'll be a good to go here in the... Yeah, the Capitals really, with some work to do on defence, the... Um... Yeah, Abby Bishop, that's not a good start for her. Four fa- uh, three fouls in the first quarter and really definitely that last one she just got frustrated just tried to push herself through the, the defence a silly foul and I mean let's not let's not forget how young she is she's um, well she's 88 so she's still 19 she's yeah. got a lot a lot of improving to do but, but so much potential so and, and she, it's a perfect opportunity for her too because she's surrounded by some very experienced players so a great opportunity for her to go, but uh, she won't be getting the minutes tonight. I think she was hoping she might get if she uh, picks up those three early fouls. But uh, good to see Coach Graff rotating through the guards as well when you've got Bibby, Hurst, uh, Kelly Abrams and Tully Devilacqua. That's a hell of a backcourt, and they'll be able to use that to their advantage. No one really on the, in the Dandenong Rangers side who's going to be able to back up uh, Joe... Uh, Joe I was going to say Joe Hill... Caitlin Ryan. That's a few years ago now, Yeah, showing my age there. Whoops. Uh, he's going to be able to back up Caitlin Ryan. She's, she has got a long night in ahead of her. And we've seen her score some early baskets. Her and Annika Kerr, I think, shooting-wise, are going to have to have a big game. Uh, I think we're also going to have to see Alison Downey really step up this season. She's going to need a really big game if Dan and I are going to stay in this. It's four points at the moment, but first quarter down. Give it another two quarters of Caitlin Ryan having to run the point. She's going to be buggered. Um, I'll say one thing about the Dandenong team. They don't look fit. They don't look like they've had a very energetic preseason. So that could be a real factor towards the end of the game. All right. Scorers here at quarter time. Seven. Jess Bibby leading all comers on the floor. Well, actually, in fact, equal with Annika Kerr. Six to Beatty. And then two to Bevelacqua, Abram, and also Bishop. Uh, for the Dandenong Rangers, 7 to Kerr, 4 to Kavanagh, and 4 
to Ryan. The big news is three fouls for Abby Bishop, two for Tracy Beattie and one for Kylie Lange. Only the one to Caitlin Ryan for Dandenong. Ryan will bring the ball in. Uh, McInerney gives it to Downey right side. Over the top to McInerney. Finds Ryan cutting. And Bevilacqua has managed just to upset Ryan enough to see it over the backcourt. And we'll have a ball in from the baseline. Bevilacqua now bringing it back for the Capitals as she brings it straight up the centre. Then backs away. Gets a good screen from Beattie. Goes left side to Abrams. Looking right side to Hurst. Hurst, oh, she's got room here. Lange gives her a good screen. Drive the into the paint. And Downey, oh, was that Kerr that put her on the ground? Alison Downey. No, yeah. it was Downey. Just dropped a good little shoulder in there. It was effective. But unfortunately, she was in the act of shooting. And Hurst will go to the line. Natty Hurst showing her maturity there. She was able to bring that ball across the top, across the free throw line to the left-hand side. Recognised she had a big mismatch speed-wise with Downey. Just took her to the basket. Downey had to foul her. Yes, Hurst misses the first, second is in, and that Hurst gets her first point in her hundredth regular season game in the price in the defence jobs WNBL. Downey on the right wing, looking to set up. Kerr trying to get some room. Oh, she gets room there. Beatty though, big Ooh, reach. I don't know about How that one. Beatty's not going to be called on that foul. I, I think, think Langey will be. Oh, no, yeah, okay. Lange gets called for the foul. Beattie got a piece on that pass, too. Yeah. That's what she was so disappointed about. Yeah. That something happened behind when she thought she had that, uh, well, the intercept covered. Inbound ball. McInerney goes straight to Downey. Oh, Downey air ball. Beattie does the rebounding. Beattie will just carry it up the floor for a moment. Gives it to Bevelacqua on the right wing. Bounce pass down to Hurst in the corner. Then goes back to Beattie, top of the arc. She has room. She could think about a three. Instead goes left side to Bevelacqua, who goes back right to Abrams. Oh, Beattie Ooh. just couldn't quite put it in. She went after the rebound. Two Dandenong players went after it in, uh, I think that was Waxel and also Downey, and put it over the baseline, Abrams. Trace has got to put those Beattie. away. Yeah, Beattie on the right lane now. Goes outside to Hurst. Hurst. Downey watching her. Over the top to Abrams. Abrams gets bumped by Kerr. It was a very soft bump, but it knocked Abrams off her balance and that made it a little bit more obvious than perhaps it was. Looked like a fairly innocuous bump, but it was just enough to upset her. Yeah, the stat, just looking at the stats, pretty uh, even, except on the foul count. Capitals 6-2 in that quarter. 9-8 in the rebound. 19-15. Uh, Capitals haven't put up a three-point shot. Mm. Dandenong put up five. <laughs> yeah. Hurst puts up a three. It's an air ball. And uh, Kylie Lange couldn't get yeah, That's why they haven't the been putting up <laughs> it, was a, it was a pretty bad air ball too. It was well under the net. Didn't even touch the net. The rush shot there. Just yeah. not the best advice shot. Oh, oh, Ryan gets the ball across to McInerney. Abrams was trying Travel to go for the again. steal. And Kylie uh, Ryan. Her shot doesn't fall. Quick pass from Lange to Abrams. Bevelacqua crashes into Ryan at the other end. Shot doesn't fall, but Bevelacqua will go to the line. And that is the second personal foul on Caitlin Ryan now. That was a smart play. Tully Bevelacqua had an open left-hand layup. She went, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Caitlin Ryan play me here and play defense on me. Worst thing that's going to happen is, you know, we might miss a layup, uh, but it's going to tire her out. I'm sure the Capitals realise that she is going to be the only the only one guard that they've got out there tonight. So not only did she uh, 
managed to get her involved and, and wear out a bit, she got the foul out of her. So that's a good move from Tully. Only made the second of the free throws, though. 21-15 with 8 minutes and 13 Ooh. seconds left to go in the half. Beatty this time puts Waxel to the ground. There's no doubt about that one. That will be Beatty's third personal foul. Now, they do have to control Cunningham's minutes in this game because uh, she's coming back from that Bad knee... ankle re- roll uh, as well. Yeah, yeah ain't, well, knee rico, ankle yep. roll. She's coming back from a couple of injuries, and uh, that has meant that we haven't seen her <coughs> out there on the floor. Oh, driving baseline. Kavanaugh, Beatty gets a piece on the ball, but then Abrams and Beatty just couldn't quite control the rebound, well, the, uh, the rejected shot, and it's over the baseline. It will be McInerney to... Uh, Here comes well. Caitlin, first time in the Capitals uniform. Yeah, she comes in the Nike socks up around the knees as uh, Caitlin Ryan... Sorry, no, as Emily McInerney tries to put the ball in, Abs has kicked it away, so Emily will put it into play. Kavanagh gets it straight away, shoots over her former bullying teammate in Cunningham. Oh, oh, hey, Jenner O'Hay goes to the floor in front of Kelly Abrams as Hurst brings it down. Cunningham now fakes the three, then gives it on to Bevelac, where around the perimeter goes, eventually driving baseline. Abrams gets bumped that time by McInerney. Ball rolls over the baseline, and the Camps will get it back. Jenner O'Hay's uh, number, but definitely not Jenner O'Hay. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's uh, right. Steph coming. Yeah. Yeah, Steph coming. Uh, Maybe double take then. Yeah, I go on. Hurst bounce pass into the paint, and McInerney locks it up with Lange. The arrow will give the Capitals the ball back, though, and it will be Bibby to come back in for Natty Hurst. Well, it's a brilliant start for the Caps, as we mentioned that 10 2 run early in the first quarter, but gee, it's turned it into a scrappy old affair now, and we're only three, well, two and a half minutes into the, the second quarter. It's, it's pretty ugly out there. Yeah, shot clock was running down. The inbound pass didn't have enough time to put a shot up. And uh, we will see the uh, Dandenong Rangers get the ball back. Downey takes the handoff from Ryan. Then Downey will bring it down. Goes right side. Ryan looking. Oh, Bevel Aqua just gets a hand in uh, Ryan's eye. Oh, then... McInerney goes to ground oh, and Abram's yeah. going to get the soft foul called against That's her. That's a terrible call because it's a make-up call for the one on yeah. Caitlin Ryan. Gary Fox was riding the ref and as you would as the coach. And then Kelly Abrams breathed fairly hard, I think, on McInerney yeah. and, uh, and she picked up the foul. Inbound from Ryan to McInerney, left side to Cummings. Cummings looking around, drives into the paint, gives it off to Kavanaugh, drives left lane, gets oh, past man. Cunningham, but Kavanaugh's shot won't drop, and Cunningham will carry the ball down after getting the defensive rebound. Just got herself into trouble on McInerney there, had to go back to Bevilacqua. Now Bibby on the right side, over the top to Cunningham, Cunningham kicks it out. Oh, Lange's par- the pass to Lange was intercepted by Kavanaugh, goes back, gets it though, gives it to Bibby, who oh. drives down to the paint. McInerney, her feet were in Concrete. Yeah, I don't Bibby think McInerney will get it. For the oh, drive. she did. And McInerney's been called. Yeah, see, McInerney, oh, was, McInerney was in place there. She she had her feet set and it was actually Stephanie, set, Stephanie Cumming had basically ran Bibby into McInerney. So it was a good play. Yeah. Unfortunately, Dandenong didn't get the call. And uh, Bibby, though, can't make the layup as the inbound pass comes to her. McInerney comes up with it. McInerney needs to put some shots up. Just to trick this defence, now a pass just too wide for Ryan. Kel Abrams and, and, and McInerney were at the AIS together all those years ago, and they're, they're pretty good mates. And 
Abs knows Mac is not a shooter. She'll hit an open three, but she's just not the sort of player who's going to be able to create off the dribble and get a shot. So when the ball's in her hands, it's a big plus to the Capitals. Yes, Caitlin Ryan, two oh, jump shot. Yeah. And it's good to see Caitlin back in the national capital. Dare I say it, that was Jackson-esque. That was very, very nice. Dribble away from the basket, turned 180 and just hit the nice J. Inside ball from McInerney, now going to Downey, who big reach on the layup, but it goes in the hole. Downey's been an underachiever for a while, I think, and uh, a, play, a player that's shown a lot of potential for a long time. And now This season's a big opportunity for her to really step up. Kick four from right to left, goes to Bibby at nice. the high post left side. It is Bibby who hits the two. And moves to nine points for the game. 25-17 with five minutes, 40 seconds left to go in the half. Just Bibby's the master of the off-balance shot. Ryan, Bevlack was slipped over. Ryan goes back to coming, coming. And she hits a three for her start in the, prior, in the defense jobs, WNBL. Oh, it's hard to make the sponsor change. <laughs> we're, we're, our our pre-season training hasn't been great either. So no, that's it. I'm sure we'll make a few mistakes like that. Bevelak, uh, bounce pass into Lange. Oh. Lange, elbow into Ryan's head. I tell you what, Ryan needs headgear. The boxing court's down, uh, just down the ways here. Perhaps Gary needs to go and find her one of those boxing helmets to uh, get her through this game. Yeah, I, I'm, I think that was the right call, though, because, I mean, as as Kylie Lange was coming in, um, Ryan stepped in, she's reached in. So, yeah, a difficult call, but uh, she certainly put herself in harm's way. It wasn't as if uh, Kylie Lange uh, drew the contact. But uh, it's, a, it's a scrappy old game out there, hey. It's uh, only 25 to 20, so... There's nothing in this game. 6-5 in this quarter. It's It's been a... A pretty slow event so far, but um, yeah, I mean, definitely the Capitals with more to prove, I think, tonight. They've got their full team. You know, you've got Donna Lofhagen and Jackie Styles coming in a month, but there's nothing wrong with that team up there. There's no injury concerns except Caitlin Cunningham. Um, they really should be dominating. This is a team that, that looks, but the Dandenong team looks disorganised. They're well undermanned. They're, as we mentioned before, they're missing three of their, of their four big guns. And, uh, yeah, they're taking it to them. There's only five points down. The cap should be up by 20. It is a, uh, well, it's a tight game here, even though it does look like Beattie's coming back in. So Beattie on three personal fouls comes in. Bibby, Bevelacqua, Abrams and Lange taking to the floor as Coach Gary Fox just uh, having his final address. Didn't see who the timeout timeout went against, uh, was credited to, I should say, Dandenong. So, Bevel, who was that? It looked like Kylie Lange just getting some tape work on her thumb there before she will take the two free throws because uh, they're in the bonus here. Lange, first shot. Oh, hit the front of the iron, the back of the iron. And it did not go in. So if you're the Capitals here, you are driving to the basket for the next five minutes and 11. You've already got Caitlin Ryan sitting out of the game on three fouls. Pick up another couple of fouls. If you can get a couple of fouls on Annika Kerr on McInerney, they're in big trouble. Yeah, Bishop uh, subbing in for Lange. So 
The play restarts with Kavanaugh bringing the ball to McInerney. Abrams just running with her all day. All night, I should say. Downey left side, back to McInerney, around two coming. Coming then back to McInerney, across into the corner, right side, down the baseline. Oh, oh Kavanaugh tried the reverse layup. Oh, two big blocks from Tracy Beatty. You don't try to... You don't drive on Tracy Petty trying to lay up over her. It's just not going to happen. Bevelak was still at the World Championship. She's given a great pass that time to Emily McInerney. Has the bounce pass. Goes down the left lane. Larissa Kavanagh oh. over the tops are coming. Now right side to Downey. Oh, Bevelak gets inside that time. Kerr will come up with it. Oh, and Kerr hits Abrams. I don't remember those two getting on that well previously. <laughs> Bevelak turns around, spins, gives oh. it to Bishop, who has Downey as McInerney. Goes for the ball, got a little piece of hand, and that second will be a second. Yeah, that's a bit of a bailout there. Um, Abby Bishop very tentative there. I think she's thinking about the three fouls, thinking about you know first game for a real, well, not that the AIS isn't a real club, but yeah, you know, hey, be first game in the big league, so to speak. Um, yeah, just was very tentative. She stopped, second thought about going. She really should have just gone to the basket and had an easy layup, but um, she's getting there. Makes both of the free throws, so Bishop moves to four points for the game as it's 28-20 now. McInerney goes right side to coming. <coughs> coming, watched by Bibby, does to Downey. Downey left side to McInerney, over the top immediately to Kavanagh. Kerr's in the paint, Bishop in front of her, puts up a shot but it just hits the backboard. Bishop will come up with the defensive rebound, pulled up on the half. Almost straddled the halfway line. <laughs> yeah, Beattie now gets the ball from Abrams, goes left side to Bevelacqua. Right hand side, or top of the key I should say, Abrams then goes to Bibby. Bibby then kicks it back to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua thinks about the three, Downey. Well, I don't know what the call Three was. Three seconds. Three second violation. Yeah, Abby Bishop too long in the key there. Well, inbound ball. I guess you're going to have a lot more of those calls this season with three refs. Oh, yeah. McInerney, Kerr working it out of the back half. Goes to Downey. Now to Cumming. Cumming kicks it right side back to McInerney. Inside to Kavanagh. Kavanagh almost stripped by Abram. Back outside to McInerney again. They're working the right side. At the right hand elbow. It was saying, an air ball from McInerney. Yeah. It's just not in Macca's game. She's not she's not an off the dribble creator of of offense. So uh it's why it's why you can see Abs really playing her up hard, not giving her the opportunity. If she's open for a shot, she'll knock that down, but she's got to force it, get on the dribble. It's it's not a high percentage for Macca. Beverly drives into the key, then outlets to Bishop to give to Abrams, Bibby over the top. To Beatty. Beatty working into the paint. Oh, yeah. But eventually falls. (laughs) Love to see the big girls put it on the floor. That was a nice drive from Trace. And Beatty moves to eight points for the game. 30 plays 20 as the Capitals move it out to a 10-point lead. Downey now goes left side, Cummings. Bevelacqua strips, Cummings. Gets, picks up the ball, oh. gives it to McInerney. McInerney kicks to the right side. Downey through to a long-range two-point shot. Oh, there's the defense but, again. Yeah, Downey puts up a shot off the ring. Why didn't the re- shot Should reset? Should have been a reset, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I'm as amazed as uh, Downey is that that shot didn't, re- the shot clock didn't reset. It was a rebound she took. It yep. hit the ring. Yep. Well... And there's been some interesting calls in the defence job. None of the three refs picked up WNBL <laughs> so far this season. Bevelac one now, left side to Abrams. Oh, just a look away over the top lob to Beatty, who goes back outside to Bevelac. inside to 
Bishop Bishop's pass was touched. I'm not sure if it was by Kavanaugh or Downey, but it's over the baseline. The Caps with nine seconds on the shot clock. Two minutes and 23 seconds left in the half. They lead by 10, 30 to 20 in the defence jobs. WNBL first game of the season. Capitals versus Dandenong, the grand final rematch. Bibby goes back to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua, three points. Oh, oh yeah. There. She can shoot the three. Tully is, uh, season before last, was the, the leading three-point shooter in the league. So, yep, you're not going to leave her open. Not when she's got a World Championship gold medal hanging around her neck. Her confidence is going to be pretty high. Yeah, well, that makes it hard to make some of the quick passes and the steals, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't affect Mac- the shot. <laughs> McInerney gives it to Cummings now for Thor. Back three from Cummings. Go. So Cummings, two, three so far in her uh, defence jobs WNBL career. Bevilacqua is being watched by coming now, in fact. Bibby right side's got McInerney watching her. Bibby just puts up a big three. That's all there. <laughs> to shoot out. Well, yeah, the uh, Capitals will be marking that in the halftime uh, scouting report that Cummings is a nice three-point shooter. Yep. As, uh, def- as Danny Nong now... 36-23, intercept by Abrams. Abrams will bring it down the floor, gets to McInerney, has to track round her. McInerney with the rejection. Kelly Abrams has been called for... No, nah, he's called the travel on, on that. McInerney who's yeah, calling back. she backed away with the ball and, yeah. and travelled with it, but it was an awesome deal. It was an awesome block why shot. She's, how many times she won the defensive player of the year? Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's one of the few, the two best defenders possibly in the world on the floor here tonight. Certainly from the World Championships, they're both defenders in the World Championship team. Bibby's oh. nailed another three from the left Hello. side. Oh. We've got a clinic going on now. It's uh, The Capitals on a 14-3 run as well, which has really opened things up. Yes, McInerney kicks it left side to Cummings now. Cummings just trying to make sure that ball keeps moving when it is Bevilacqua next to her. Gives it to Kavanaugh. Then, oh, but it looked like Cummings was about to go for a big drive down the lane, but Bevilacqua reached in, tapped it free. Beattie came up with it. Now Bevilacqua comes back. Cummings tried to put a hand in there to knock it free from her. Abs puts the pass in to Bishop. McInerney and Kavanaugh working in defence do enough to get it over the baseline. Bibby do inbound it. Looking to go to Bishop, I think. Looking to go to Bishop for a shot straight away. No, goes longer to Abrams. I just read that play. Yes. Uh, oh, gives the Bibby at the mm. elbow. Goes back. A hard pass was into the shoulder of uh, Bishop. And we'll have a sub. Lange coming back in for Bishop now with 25.5 seconds left to run on the halftime, before the halftime break. 39 plays, 23. Yeah, unconvinced with that pass from Bibby there. I think she maybe should have pulled up and shot that rather than put Bishop under all that pressure. Yep. Oh, Kerr just ran through Bibby that time. Elbow up into the uh, shoulder from Kerr. So no love lost there. Just certainly great to see that sort of rivalry. McInerney tries to put one I mean, off the glass. Even Emily McInerney oh. laughing at that. But a steal from Downey off Bevilacqua. Her shot hits the iron on the... Half time, Siren McInerney is still laughing about that uh, shot she put up before. But at half time, 39 23 here at the AIS Arena as we look at the half time score. It's 15 to Jess Bibby who opened up with those two three pointers at the end of the half. Then it's 8 to BT, 4 to Abby Bishop, 
two, uh, six to Bevilacqua, two to Abram, and one to Lange and Hurst. Then for the Dandenong Rangers, seven for Kerr. She was on seven at quarter time. So that was a, a problem there. They just didn't have any avenues into <coughs> the uh, into basket. Seven for Kerr. Six for Cumming, who uh, opened up with two big three-pointers to start her defence job WNBL career. Then it's four to Kavanagh, four to Ryan, and two to Downey, the only scorers on the floor. Uh, Tashmane, I don't think, has had any uh, time on the floor so far. No, a, a better and, and more expected result in that second half of the second quarter with the Capitals really starting to flex a bit of the offensive muscle they've got. And uh, you can see already in the back half of that quarter, standing on players starting to get fired. Uh, lazy passes, lazy defense. You know, oh, not so much lazy, but just out of shape, tired-looking players already at half time. So the Capitals are going to be feeling much better going into the locker room now. They went on a 14-3 uh, a run. It was 25-20. There at one stage, and uh, finish out that quarter 39 to 23. That's uh, much more the result we've been expecting. So uh, I think the Capitals will be feeling much better about themselves. Standing on uh, perhaps feeling the bubbles burst a little bit. So yeah, it is halftime here at the AIS Arena, and of course uh, we need to uh, pay uh, some tribute to the Capitals that picked up World Championships. Of course. Uh, Lauren Jackson, oh, of course, Kelly's on the floor, but Lauren Jackson and Harley, who have played a big role yep. for the last two years here at the Canberra Transit Capitals. Harley, uh, unbelievably retired after Sydney, and how much good basketball has she had in her oh, since yeah. uh, uh, I was at Tom Maher, I think, convinced her to come out of retirement. Yep. Like that, you know, I don't think they would have, uh, would have said to her, you know, Come on, mate, come back out. We'll get you a world championship goal, I think. So, yeah, we'll have to uh, wait and see how uh, the rest of her career is. I don't think we'll see her play uh, WNBL again. She's now off playing in Europe for a season, but a fantastic story. As you mentioned, she finished her, almost finished her career at the end of the 2000 Olympics, brought out a retirement to come back and play with the Capitals, picks up a... Uh, a WNBL championship ring, which she never had, and picks up a world championship gold medal. So that's a that's a great story for Harley. Yeah, it is indeed. And uh, well, what about Kelly Bevilacqua? She never had a WNBL medal until last year. Now she's yep. got a world championship as well. Same after thing, yeah. having a WNBA championship with Loz up at the Storm. And of course, uh, it was Trace. It was Harley who's convinced Jackie Stiles to come to uh, the nation's capital, having played with her at uh, Portland. That's a really exciting signing. Um, Jackie Stiles hasn't played since 2002, when she uh, pretty seriously hurt her back. But uh, if, if she comes down and is half the player that she was in college or in the WNBA, it's going to be some very exciting action here at the AIS Arena for Capitals fans because she can flat-out shoot. She's an amazing scorer. Uh, holds the NCAA record for most points scored ever. She's a brilliant player. And uh, she, of course, came in the WNBA same year as Lauren Jackson. Controversially won the Rookie of the Year over Loz. A lot of people think that Loz should have got it. Uh, certainly, statistically, you'd look at them and, and, and think that Lauren would have got it, but stats don't always tell the true story. So uh, 
Well, but the whole yeah, story. She, yeah, but she can she can definitely hoop it up. She's an amazing player. Well, we'll take a break here on sportradio.com.au with, of course, uh, the Canberra Capitals, Tra- Canberra Transact Capitals radio network right throughout the season here, exclusive to sportradio.com.au. We've enjoyed the first half. We'll be back with a second in just a few moments. Second half about to get underway here at the AIS Arena. And uh, we've had an interchange bench change ourselves. Michelle Hocking joining us. And an interesting first half. The Caps, who should have been dominating this game, really didn't get their act together until late in that second half, uh, no, second term. No, they didn't. But, you know, first game of the season, and that's exactly what it looks like from both teams. It's a little bit scrappy, a little bit disjointed. They've had some pre-season preparation, probably not as much as the coaches would want. There's been disruptions. Dandenong are missing Hammonds and Richards. You know, they're two key factors for their group and you look at the Capitals we had Tully away at Worlds and what have you and a really different lineup to last season they're adjusting the way that they play their game we really only have last season we had three talls this season we've got Tracy Beattie you know so it's a different style of game as well so not not to be unexpected but it was good to see the Caps start to get into some rhythm and really start to um, dominate as they should be in this game. Interesting to see the byplay just as we get ready to start the uh second half, Bibby and McInerney sitting there just uh, primming their uniforms, <laughs> uh, just uh, I guess uh, for Emily getting used to seeing Jess in the uh, blue. In the blue, that's right. Mm. Kerr hands off to McInerney now, left side, she was cutting baseline when Downey went to pass it back to her in the corner and we've got a turnover, Abrams will inbound it for the Capitals. Certainly not the start Dandenong would have wanted. No, not at all. Here at half time, 39 plays 23 as Bibby goes to the low post right side, then gets a very awkward pass back to Beatty, gets it outside to Bevelacqua, goes inside to Bishop, and Bishop has, well, I don't know how it's a baseline ball. I'm not sure exactly what they're I didn't see a foul <laughs> called, so not sure. Beatty gets the inbound pass now, goes long to Bevelacqua, who drives past. Downey, outlet to Bibby, dumps off to Beatty, and Beatty in the paint's going to do that all the time. It's a great pass from Bibby. She'll add a new dimension to the Caps game. She's very explosive and unpredictable, and that has its good points and bad points. Yes, but uh, Coach Graff working on her speeds to give her a bit of a change in pace. Oh, Kavanaugh stripped by Abrams. It will be a Capitals. No, it will be a Dandenong ball there as uh, the arrow will go their way, and I don't think... that I think they forgot to swap it. I think you might be right. started the <laughs> third quarter. McInerney's not going to complain. She gets the ball in her hands now. Bounce pass forward to Downey. You've got Bishop watching her. Outlet to McInerney, open for a three. Comes off the iron. Bishop goes... Uh, sorry, Beatty goes after the rebound, and it's across the baseline. Will be Dandy's ball with a reset shot clock. McInerney laughing when she came off the uh, court there with that shot she put up at the end of the uh, second term. Kerr in the paint, shot doesn't drop. Bishop goes after it. Kavanagh trying to wrestle her for the ball but can't do it. Gives off to Bevelacqua now, to Bibby, to Bishop. Bevelacqua right side, drove it down the left. Now on the other side of the court, goes to Abrams. Bevelac was open for a three. Ryan wasn't that close, but she went across the court to give it to Bibby, who was red hot for three points at the end of the half. And Bibby's doesn't fall. Ryan brings it back, gives it to McInerney, left side. Kavanaugh for three. She'll hit them. No, hits the back of the iron. Beatty goes after it, comes off down his hand, 
And it's going to be a Capitals ball again from the baseline. Yes. 41-23, 8 minutes 19 to go in the quarter. Capitals really need to get some inside, outside and ball reversal happening against this Sandy Long zone. At the moment, they're not getting a lot of penetration against it and they're really getting shut out at the offensive end. Yeah, Beattie tries to go to Bishop under the basket, but good blocking out there by Ryan. Saw Bishop not even get a hand to it. And Ryan will carry it down the floor. Ryan now turns around, just tried to roll off Overlack where it didn't happen. Gives it to Kerr, top of the key. Down he puts up the shot, doesn't drop. And Bishop comes up with a defensive rebound. That's something that uh, we're going to see Donna Lothagen bring to this team is rebounding at both ends. She is a huge rebounder. Ryan, oh, her pass. McInerney cut to the lane. Downey wasn't far enough back and the ball's gone over the sideline untouched. Yeah, it, Loth Hagen, I mean, having lost our bigs from last season, she'll be an important addition to the team to actually dominate the boards. Bishop's done a good job tonight on the boards, but the load's falling mainly to Beatty there. Beatty over the top to Beatty, triple team, goes outside to Bishop, then gives it to captain Kelly Abrams. Over the top, Bevelacqua, Beatty in the paint, puts up the shot, just didn't quite drop. She uh, was just off balance there when she put that shot up and it wouldn't fall. It started right and stayed right if you were talking in cricket parlance. or Oh, is that Downing with a big three-pointer from the right side? Give her that much room and she'll make those. Inside to Bishop who's travelled as she was falling backwards with the ball. Big smile on her face as she thought she was getting subbed off there, but Cunningham coming on for... Tracy Beatty, who takes a well-earned break. 41 plays, 26. McInerney now brings the ball down the floor, straight down the floor, stops at the centre circle in the forward half, then goes right side to Downey, inside to Kavanagh. Our handoff to Kerr Bishop with a big reject. Nice block. And uh, has drawn the foul on Kerr as she was going to the ground. Bishop, I, I... you know, she had a very good year last year with the uh, with the AIS, and it was surprising to see she left the program. But a lot of potential there from Abby Bishop. Absolutely, she had a great year with the AIS, and this year for her to really be a test, come out. Oh, Downey, Downey has yeah, stripped it from Bibby. She goes all the way. Layup doesn't fall. Bibby comes back with it. Spectacularly in the air. Claiming the ball off. the bounce off the ring. Kicks it left side to Abrams. Then goes to Bevelacqua. Backs in towards the left lane. Then backs away. Gives it to Cunningham. Bibby right side. Pulls up at the elbow. She'll hit that every time. Very quick stop, jump shot from the perimeter. She just goes hard. Props and puts the shot up. Makes Sef- them most fine. <laughs> 17 points for the game for uh, Jess Bibby as Natalie Hurst will come in for Bevelacqua. As, uh, well, it looks like uh, Bevelacqua's going to uh, sit down. Hurst's going to play point with... Oh, no, Abrams is going to play point with Hurst going to the shooting role. Uh, Ryan kicks it long. McInerney fakes the, the three-point shot. Drives in, gives it hand off to Kavanagh. Bishop's rolling hard. Cunningham didn't really stay there in defence, so Kavanagh will put up a three-point shot. Bishop defensive board. Great work from Abby Bishop. She was in heaps of traffic and managed to come down with the ball and then dribble out of it. That's 
right. Good rebounding again. Bibby's open for three. It's short off the side of the iron. Cutting uh, Abrams, doing some good work there, getting the offensive ball. Kicks out to Hurst, back to Abrams, back to Hurst, who moved around at the top of the key. Oh, Kavanaugh had a hand on the ball that was going to Cunningham, but Cunningham's shot won't drop, and Kavanaugh kicks it out to Downey as it's still 43-26 with 5.11 left to go on the shot clock. Downey now kicking it right side to McInerney. Hurst is being lazy on her. Got to be careful there because McInerney can hit some from the outside, and when she gets into a run... She'll do it all day on you. That's right. I mean, anyone in this league, you can't afford to give them too much space because they can knock down the three. McInerney's probably not your greatest shooter on the floor, but you've still got to get a hand up on it. Yes, as uh, Demelza Waxel and also Cumming come in for Kavanagh and Maka is going to have a break as well. So at the line is Downey, puts up the first and makes it. Second shot, looks in a state of concentration there. Timeout has been called by Gary Fox and the Dandenong Rangers. So it is uh, an important timeout for Coach Fox now on the shell with uh, the run certainly having been stopped by those two free throws. Well, it has. And, and, you know, 15 points at this stage of the game is really not a great miss. The Rangers will certainly want to come out at this time out and continue to, with the momentum going their way, make, put some defensive pressure on the Capitals and shut down any scoring options they might have and convert anything that they can pick up. They can go into the quarter break, you know, within a 10-point um, range, then they're doing okay and, and the game can turn around in a couple of minutes. So, you know, Gary Fox, he's an old head. He's been around the league for a long time. You've got the players out there. You know, you've got Kerr and Kavanagh and McInerney who've been in the league for a long time as well. So they're smart enough to know that they've just got to be in it at the end of the game and, and anything's there. So I think he'd be, you know, whilst there's a 15-point deficit at this point, he'd be reasonably happy with the fact that they're in touch given that they don't have Richards and they don't have Hammond. So, and it's the best game of the season. Yes, five minutes left to go in the third term here. 15-point game. And uh, I'm just having a look to see if we can get the live scoring from the game that would have started up in Townsville now between Townsville and Sydney Uni. We'll try and bring you the updated scores on that throughout the night. Hurst now bringing the ball back for the Capitals. After that timeout, right side Abrams back to Hurst. Hurst now kick left side. Bibby bounce pass into Cunningham. Works in the paint. Oh, nice move. And the jump shot drops for Cunningham. Four points for the game now. She's got great potential, Cunningham. I think she's got to learn to control her body a bit, but that'll come with maturity. So, 45 plays, 28 as Ryan drives into the key. Little hook shot doesn't fall. Cunningham will come up with the rebound and uh, looks like Cunningham got a finger in the eye or something. I don't think Caitlin wears contact, so not sure the problem she's got there. But the ball eventually going out over the side and Dandenong will get it back. 45 to 28. Cunningham in trouble there. Looks like the eye starting to puff up quite badly too if you yeah, look at it. It's starting to puff up. Might have to make a change here. As Cunnings down the right wing, gives it off to Ryan, still right side. Waxel at the left elbow. Oh, Abrams has just crashed through Waxel then. And uh, the captain 
has been practising her Laura Summerton what me look in the off-season because that was a classic look. She hasn't quite perfected it hasn't yet. Hasn't perfected but it, but it was definitely a what me, and it was a Summerton what me at that. It was a half Summerton, we'll call it. Cummings now gives it right side to Ryan. Looking around, Waxall oh, is going to the high side. Inside to Kerr, and Kerr has drawn the foul on Tracy Beattie. That's her fourth personal. And it is Bishop straight back into the game now. Tracy is not happy with that. And that is a big coup to get Tracy out of the game. And a team that has not a lot of height is a huge disadvantage to the Caps and a huge advantage to the Dandenong Rangers. Kerr misses her first. Not only is she their only real true big, she's their only big with any real level of experience as well. So that is a big risk for the Capitals. Yeah, Bishop does the rebounding as Kerr misses the second. Gives it to Hurst. Bibby for three. Nails it. There's a slow releasing on that baseline. Dandenong which gave her the space and opportunity to get that three off. Bibby to 20 points up against her old side. Abrams knocks the ball out of Ryan's pants. Ryan goes back, gets it, gives it to Kerr, top of the key, right side to Downey. Left side, back to Kerr for three, uh, sorry, back to Ryan for three. It comes off the iron. Uh, Abrams gets it away, just into the reach of Bibby, and Bibby will bring it down the floor. Goes right side to Abrams, then to Hurst. So a short line up and short fast is what they've got on the court. Ab hits her first three of the season and moves to five points for the game. Done a good job on tying up Abs here in this game. It's, uh, Capitals are relying on their perimeter game at the moment. While they're hot, that's great, but they need to make sure that they're actually starting to go inside a little bit against that zone as well. Downey gets the ball, goes inside towards Kerr. Bishop gets a hand on it. Oh, Hurst tries to run it down before it goes over the baseline, but it was just a bit out of her range, and it will be a baseline ball to Dandenong, who have Kerr and Downey sitting down now. So McInerney comes back in. Cummings inbounds the ball to McInerney, goes back to Cummings, gives it off to Ryan on the left side. Lange comes in too for the Capitals as Caitlin Ryan runs out of time on the shot clock. I'm surprised. Caitlin just didn't look like she was even aware that the clock was running down there. I mean, your point guard should know exactly what's on the shot clock at all times. So she didn't even look like she knew what was happening there. Yeah, but point guard normally knows, but your shooting guard playing point guard just <laughs> might not make the uh, transition as quickly. Hurst with the ball in her hands on the left side. Bounce pass into Bishop. Oh, Wexel has a hand in there. And I think she's been called for the foul. 21, has, uh, 22 has been called. So that's her first personal foul. And Demel to Wexel has come out of, uh, well, a bit of a layoff here for two years. Yeah. Back into the Dandenong lineup now. As Bibby inbounds to Hurst. 51 plays 28. It's out to a 23-point advantage. Bevelacqua for three. Hits the front of the iron. Trying to do the work off the uh, defense, off the offensive glass was Hurst that time. Oh, this is a good matchup. Bevelacqua on McInerney. They're both fighting and scrapping as she brings the ball forward. And eventually, getting her first minutes in the game is Natasha Main. And uh, Main has been fouled as she was working on the baseline there. I think she'll go to the line because she was in the act of shooting. She was trying to put the shot up. It's a nice, easy way to get your first score in the WNBL. Go to the foul line. I don't think she's scored. I didn't see who they called that <laughs> on, though. I think it was on... Uh, 
Just Bibby, I think. Yep, right. just Bibby. So that will be Bibby's first personal as Maine misses the first, makes the second. So we're back to a 22-point ball game as Bevel Aqua will bring it back. Cummings has looked good in her debut match. Kicks it left side, Bevel Aqua finds Hurst. Hurst in the paint, she pulled up, found too much timber around her to put up the shot. Yeah, it goes to Lange, Bevel Aqua, and I'm not sure who's going to get called, but a blocking foul on Cummings. So I gave her a rap, and then she gives away <laughs> her first foul in the Defence Jobs WNBL. So, 51 plays 29. Inbound pass goes to Natalie Hurst from Bibby on the right-hand side. Bear Hurst works to the top of the arc. Then goes left side to Bibby. Bibby drives to the drives the lane, puts up a shot, doesn't drop. 21. That is uh, Maine's first personal foul. So Maine active at both ends. Oh, sorry, you've got to get on the stat sheet. So That's it. We're doing that. limited minutes. <laughs> Capitals were shooting at 53.6 for the first quarter. Nat Hurst opens up with a three and it hits the iron, then rebounds out of play. Will be a turnover. Not, well, not a great game here, but uh, still has been an interesting one. Ryan going over to McInerney. McInerney looking around, gives it to Waxel. Hand off to Waxel on the right-hand side. Langey watching her closely. Then it's to McInerney. McInerney puts the ball on the floor. Pete Sinclair's come into the game and has been called for her first personal foul within, what, 14 seconds of getting on the floor? Minute 12 left to go. <laughs> Minute 12 left to go in the third term. Took a while for Sinclair to get out on the floor too. I've... Surprise. Yeah, I thought she might have come into the game a little bit earlier. I mean, she'll be looking forward to this season. A few more opportunities for her to get some court time. So, she's got to make the most of the opportunity so that she can establish herself. Mac is on the score sheet with two free throws. So, it is Bevelacqua to Sinclair. Sinclair gives it to Hurst, who drives in, then Ryan strips the ball over the baseline from her. Now, I'm wondering, how's Caitlin Cunningham's eye? I can't see the bench quite clearly. No one working on it at the moment. But that's who Sinclair, I think, came in for. Inbound pass to Bevelacqua. Three-point shot is not there. But Bevelacqua will go to the line to shoot two. So she must have had a foot on the line. the line. Yeah, must have had a foot on the line. She's going to shoot two. Foul has gone on. Well, both teams now in the bonus. Five personal fouls apiece as Abrams comes back in for Natty Hurst. I'm not quite sure who they put the foul on. I think it was Annika. Annika has got two. Bevelacqua rattles it off the iron. That Hurst was it's doing coming. a good job Who's of... It's coming. has got um, the uh, second foul, I think. Hurst was doing a good job of penetrating. She just looked like she was hesitating at the end, not really looking for her own scoring opportunities and getting herself into trouble. Ryan driving down. Goes to Waxall across the half. Then over the top to McInerney. McInerney working around, kicks it right side to coming over the top to Waxel in the paint. Oh, Waxel can't get the shot to drop. I think that's Abrams going to be called for her third. It is. And in fact, the Capitals have struggled all night at defending players down in the paint. When you've got such a small group, I really think they're going to have to start changing up the way they play their players in the paint. You can't stand behind people and just allow them to post up. You're going to have to start half running or fully fronting the post and it'll avail the... Uh, perimeter players to put some real pressure on the on the passer and try and create some difficulties that way. It's just been too easy for Dandy Dong all night. Waxall hits the first, misses the second. 
goes hard after the ball. I thought there was going to be a major collision there with just Bibby, but Bibby just got there in time to palm it away. Kelly Abrams brings it down the floor. Bibby brings it into the paint and banks it in. She does that very well. Sharp penetration at the foul line and knocks down a a soft jump shot most times. 22 points for Jess Bibby here in Dubuque for the Canberra Transact Capitals. It's higher scorer on the floor as... Caitlin Ryan gets it to Cunningham who just puts up an air ball there and she was in perfect position too because the screen had got rid of Bippy for her. That's exactly right. Sinclair inbounds it to Abrams. I'll hopefully at three-quarter time tell you the story about Jeff Bibby in the training camp, the hoop camp this week. As Abrams drives it down into the paint and puts up the shot. So on the buzzer, it is Abrams who lays it in for two to get seven points for the game so far for the captain of the Kelly game. It is um, Jess Bibby at, tra- uh, at Aussie Hoops training camps during the, uh, during the uh, school holidays here and it was very interesting talking to her about how uh, she's become a nurse with all the kids with their scabs bleeding <laughs> everywhere. And she said she spent most of the uh, weekend so far having... She spent most of the weekend yeah, <laughs> applying band-aids and doing things like that. So it has been uh, an interesting well, one. I think that was in the job description, perhaps. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so she is, uh, she's had uh, quite an interesting week uh, because uh, just working with the Canberra... Trans, uh, with one basketball camber. It's interesting uh, because Tracy Beattie's also working out there as well. So they've brought in a few staff members this year <laughs> to uh, help them out. Of course, the uh, Canberra Lime Gunners having a, a decent season there in the uh, ABA along with the uh, Nationals also. May, I think they all made finals. No, the uh, certainly the Gunners making Gunners. it to semi-finals or preliminary finals, sorry. And and uh, I think it was fifth place for the Nationals in the ABA Waratah League. That's exactly right. And the Nationals in particular, that's a really good result. A very new group without a lot of the girls who normally step down from the Capitals in the off-season to play. So that was an outstanding result for them. And it's good for the future of the Capitals because there's a lot of young kids, young women coming through that program who will be looking to break in. I'm looking around. I expected to see the attendance. Uh, at the three-quarter score sheet, but I'd say this is a, a pretty disappointing crowd for the start of the season, grand final rematch, and uh, yeah. it, it is I certainly think... not the biggest crowd we've seen here at the AIS Arena. No, I think the administration would be disappointed with the numbers that have come out tonight. Although it is school holidays, so some people are obviously away and not available. Live on ABC2 and with Transact, the major sponsor, having... Uh, Probably a lot of people thinking they might try the ABC2 option too on the uh, Transact TV. Exactly right. So, not sure why the crowd is down. Certainly a big night for the Capitals unveiling the banner and the World Championship trophy here in attendance tonight. So, plenty of reasons to come down here and have a look. Looking at the stats, what catches your eye, Michelle? It's interesting, isn't it, that really if you look across the overall stats, there isn't anything that stands out as a large difference. I mean, you've got 15 and 12 turnovers for the team. Rebounding stats are looking the 31 to 25. I guess the biggest thing is probably some of the shooting percentage, particularly from the three-point line from the Capitals. Bibby gets the uh, ball rolling early here in the final quarter. Hits another nice little jump shot in the paint and she moves to... 
24 points for the game. 58 now, plays 32. As a working hard, McInerney working hard in the paint, tries to get the pass to Wexel, and the foul will be called on Lange. Now that's Lange's third personal foul. We talk about how Nat Hurst is expected to have a big season this year, but they're also expecting a lot from Kylie Lange this season. Yeah, that's exactly right. She's another player who's done her time sitting on the bench behind the Jacksons and Whittles and, and what have you, so she'll be oh. looking to... Bishop with another block, was it? Bishop with another block? <laughs> Downey was so happy. She thought she held that onto that ball a bit longer. And uh, Downey Nom gets it back. But Bishop, she is a big player. She's going to be a big player. She's a star of the future, yeah. that kid. Phoebe will eventually get the palm off from Abrams. Oh, a little rugby pass there to Natalie Hurst. And Hurst gets her first point of... Oh, no, she gets her third point of the season as she had a uh, free throw earlier. Downey gets the turnover. Uh, oh, sorry, no, that was uh, Maine knocking the ball. Uh, Bibby knocking the ball free from Maine, but Ryan was there. Great McInerney season. has been called for the charging foul on Kel Abrams. It's classic Kel Abrams, isn't it? Defensive job. She just works really hard and gets great position and draws a foul. Terrific work. And also a new player for the Caps, Meldown Gleish. That's right. Uh, I, I should have written the whole name down, but it's Michaela Dalgleish. Michaela Dalgleish. Yeah, well, that's almost as that is royalty, like Nat Hurst, isn't it? It is. It is Mel Dalgleish's uh, daughter, um, and his uh, Rhonda Dalgleish, who also played for the Capitals for a couple of seasons, and I used to play with her. That's showing my <laughs> age. So good to see her out there. Yes, and she gets the ball in her hand, drives down the right lane now, gives it back to Bishop, back to Dalgleish, bounce pass inside to Bishop. On the right lane, the shot hits the front of the iron, is rebounded by Abrams, shot clock resets. Hurst now setting it up. It's 60 plays, 32. Hurst bounce pass to Dalgleish. Well, that's a, a fallback to a earlier time here when this place was called the Palace. And, uh, well, first... Oh, Two points, Hurst makes the steal. So Hurst could uh, set this one up, kicks it right side to Bishop, outside to Abrams, back to Bishop, and Bishop oh, rattles off the iron. Dalgleish couldn't get the rebound. Maine comes up with it, gives it off immediately to Ryan, and Ryan carries it back down. I missed the shooter on that last play. Uh, it was Bishop from the... Yep. Oh, Ryan with an ambitious three. Uh, Ryan just didn't make it up. And um, Dalgleish working hard off the uh, defensive glass. Long pass from Abrams into Bishop in the paint. Abram, uh, Bishop was mugged and she will go to the line to shoot too. It was a nice pass from Kelly Abrams. It really was just placed beautifully, just the right amount of speed on it and Bishop was able to gather it and... Got well, and I the foul. thought they were putting the foul onto Melta Waxel, but uh, the light went up to Waxel, but the 12 went up. So not quite sure whether they called that on the 12 or the 22. But, uh, I didn't exactly see that. Yeah, they're just looking at that now. Don't think we can ask the ref whether they called it on 12 or well, 22. 12 or 22, we're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good, uh, it's an adjustment for the refs this season too for the WNBL. I'm going with the three-rest uh, three uh, rotation, which is what they've been doing in the men's league for uh, two seasons now, I think. But it's the first time that they've introduced it to the women's league. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of effect that has on the game. It will be indeed, because we've already seen that uh, 
that the Caps in that first quarter were finding it pretty hard to do things in back play and not get caught. That's right. An extra set of eyes. That's it. Just, uh, just trying to scan because I've dropped the point here on the Caps and I'm not sure who I, who I've uh, not credited with. Uh, I think it, I think was, it was Bishop. Oh, I think it was Langy. No, I've got Langy. Anyway, I'll have to uh, try and work that out later because my score sheet's one point off what the uh, on what the uh, official one is. So it's 63 as Bishop makes the first and all net is the second. So Bishop now moves to 8 points for the game and it will be uh, Ryan who brings it down right side to Waxel. Waxel over the top to McInerney. McInerney looking around, goes to Downey. Downey puts up the shot. And Waxel will do the rebounding on the off the offensive glass. Waxel goes across to Ryan. The ball's high for Ryan. So she had to back into Hurst. Then the shot doesn't fall from the right-hand elbow. And Hurst will carry it back. 7 minutes, 16 seconds left to go in the final quarter. And Maine gets the intercept that was going towards Lange. Downey brings it back down the left side of the floor. Gives it to McInerney, kicks it out to Ryan. Oh, Ryan could have had a three-point attempt. Her pass to McInerney. McInerney had to chase it down. Then left to Ryan. Ryan, a turnaround jump shot. Doesn't fall, but she has drawn the foul out of, uh, out of Natalie Hurst. So that's her first personal. Cunningham's coming back into the game, so I assume her eye's okay. Yeah, it is swollen up a little bit, that right-hand eye, but uh, obviously... The problem is uh, settling down. Ryan makes the first, moves to five points for the game. And makes the second. As Hurst goes to put up the shot, doesn't drop. Hurst comes back, makes a steal on Ryan. Forward, backwards call. Probably a little unlucky the Capitals there not to get that possession. Yeah, that was an interesting one, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Because, uh, well, McInerney will bring it in to Ryan now. I can't quite work out how that was a backcourt violation. Well, how it wasn't a backcourt <laughs> violation. Waxel, Bishop watching her. Bishop gets a hand in there. Nice little work by Bishop. And works hard. Stops Maine from getting an easy play. But Dalgleish will have the foul called on her. Her first personal. So, also coming in now, Kira Shields making her debut. So, Coach Graff really running the bench here with 6.27. This, you wouldn't class this as junk's time yet. This game isn't. It's 29 points. No, and look, isn't Canberra Capital full of basketball royalty now? Murray Shields' daughter has just come into the game. Yeah. <laughs> Shields, Dalgleish and Hurst all on the floor. That's right. Abrams and Cunningham. So, it's a pretty young line-up there. <laughs> Only the one, what you, well, the two, what you call seniors, and one of them's Natalie Hurst. <laughs> Waxel working hard in the paint, does a good job, gets it in. Three points for the game. 64 plays, 64 plays, 36. Oh, Cunningham's copped another whack, this time in the left eye. Hurst over the top, tapped away by Maine. Maine's playing very tall here. That's a good sign for Dandenong, who needs some height if a player's going to play tall for them. Ryan now goes right side to McInerney. McInerney, Dalgleish gets a hand in on the pass to Maine. Can't affect the steal, though, and McInerney will get it back. 
goes to Ryan. Ryan cross court, pulls it up at the elbow, bounces off the iron, but Ryan uh, Cunningham does the work and gets the rebound off the defensive glass. Hurst brings it back down the right side to Abrams, who has missed the uh, well missed the move by Hurst across the floor and backcourt violation. That's the kind of mistakes you expect to see early on in the season. You'd certainly be hoping going in three, you know, a couple of games down the track that they wouldn't be making those kind of communication errors. And that's just, you know, getting used to playing with each other, understanding what each other does and, and getting used to the plays. Kirk Kavanagh coming back in for Dandenong now. As Kavanagh looking around goes... Oh, tries to go to coming. Coming has the ball stolen by Hurst, who drives all the way. Shot didn't drop, but she'll go to the line to shoot two as Cumming gets her third personal foul. Under quite a bit of pressure there. She did a good job to even get the shot off. Timeout called by the Capitals. Don't know why they want to ice her. <laughs> no. Certainly don't want to do that, but they want to set up a play here with five minutes, 11 seconds left to go in the first game of the defence job. 2006-2007. WNBL season and uh, well it is it's an interesting year because uh, with the world championships over the girls have realised that Jan Sterling had a pretty strict policy she would really only consider you if you were playing in the WNBL now the world championships over a few of these girls have said well I've got two years or one and a half years before Jan's going to be saying I'm not going to pick you for the Olympic team having a world championship under their belt now they've gone over and that's you know, they thought they went there thinking top four, get into the get into the top four, we've done a great job. We sh- we could come second. You know? But they've actually been able to uh, they've actually been able to pull up the world championship, which is credit to them and great uh, and unfortunately for us a few of the girls Snell uh, uh Snell of course, uh, Harley and uh, Casino, all deciding to go back over or go overseas or back overseas, and so what? What could have really built on it for basketball Australia has sort of uh, has sort of missed that opportunity. Hurst makes the first. I, I haven't ex- I haven't explained myself very well there, but I guess it, it's one of those things that it, it does happen, and you can't begrudge the girls no, the chance right. to go there to to make what is a, a considerably larger amount of money. Hurst. They have to make it while they can, and it gives opportunities to other people to come into the league and develop as well. So, you know, it has its pros and cons. Kerr gets the ball to Maine, gives it to Kavanagh. Yes, well, we're seeing a lot of youngsters out there on the floor. Reverse layup by Kerr. And that's an example of youngsters on the floor. They're just a complete defensive breakdown by the young guys out there. So, to be expected. As... Abrams gives it off to Delgley. She tried to run. She tried to run a driver lane on uh, Kerr. That didn't happen. Gives it off to Cunningham. Goes outside to Hurst. Hurst now drives the right lane again. Shot clock violation. Three second call. I think it was on Kira Shields there. Okay, so Shields just camping, and that we'll see the turnover affected. So 66 plays 38 here. 28 points. So the Capitals aren't blowing it out, but at the same time they're getting, well, they're going to get five, six minutes into some very young competitors here and giving them a chance in the grand final rematch. Bibby gets a touch on it and she is not happy with uh, that. That's uh, Claire Stevenson, isn't it, who uh, made the call there on the sideline? 
So Shield sits down and Tracy Beattie comes back. Main gets the inbound pass, gives it to Kerr. Dalgleish physical on Kerr. Coming, gets it on the right side. Oh, the pass was down at Waxel's feet and uh, that makes it very hard. Kavanagh goes to ground, chasing up the ball. So does Dalgleish. Uh, it's uh, over the baseline and it will be the Capitals' ball. So the Caps inbound it now. Dalgleish to Hurst. Gives it back to Dalgleish. He'll carry it down the court. And uh, the Caps couldn't ask for a, a better opportunity here than to get these girls court time in the first game of the season. That's exactly right. Bibby over the top to Beattie, who's just on the left lane. She tries to work herself in front of Waxel, and Waxel's got her third foul now, and Beattie will go to the line. Oh, no. No, she wasn't in... Oh, yes, yeah, she was in the act of shooting. Sinclair comes in for Dalgleish. One thing that Beattie's really developed in the last couple of seasons while she's been here with Jackson and, and Whittle is a lot more patience when she's got the ball in the paint. She used to be quite tentative and, and rush herself when she actually had the ball in the paint. With no real need, she's so much bigger than everyone else, she really can just hold the ball up there and protect it. And now since she's developed that, she's actually become a greater threat offensively in the well, paint. We didn't like the one-handed uh, free throws from Tracy. <laughs> Last season, she went for the two-handed this time. It bounced on the rim eight times I counted before it dropped. Shoot it second, shot, <laughs> second shot was all net. Beattie goes to 12 points for the game. And the points count. One shot will go on. Bishop gets her fourth personal now. And it will be Maine who will go to shoot the bonus. She's three points already. 68 plays 40, so it's a 28-point ball game. As, uh, I don't think the refs gave her the ball. So, Maine puts up the shot. It's off to the right. Beattie does the rebounding. Kicks it off left side to Bibby. Bibby now just driving down that left wing. Bounce pass to Cunningham. Cunningham, turn around. No, she has to kick it out to Sinclair. Gives it on to Hurst. Hurst now across the top to Beattie. Beattie hands off to Hurst, who goes under the basket, kicks it out to Bibby. But Bibby, well, she had stepped on the line, and that means the turnover. 3 minutes 29, 68 plays 40. The other luxury that Carrie Graff has at the moment is she's been able to sit Tully Bevelacqua for quite a long period of time, so she can rest the old body. Well, she's got the opportunity. Yes, Annika Kerr now gets the inbound uh, pass, goes to Waxel. Waxel out to Kavanagh. Cunningham didn't come out to her. Shot didn't drop, though. Beattie does the rebound and gives it off to her. Fox wants it to, Coach Fox wants the timeout as Bibby shoots the three, doesn't hit, but Hurst gets the rebound. No one on her, and Hurst puts it straight back in. Seven points for the game. You know, Gary Fox has called this timeout. I think he's really just sensing that his girls are getting a little bit despondent out on the floor and really just not, not you know, you're 30 points down and, and that's disappointing, but at the same time, you've still got to use this game to try and work on your team concept. I think they've gone away from what he's asked them to do, so he'll just be reinforcing some key messages to them and telling them, you know, that we've got this last couple of minutes of the game, we've set ourselves the goal here, this is what we're achieving these couple of minutes, and then we can build on that for our next game next week or tomorrow night against the AIS. I'm not really sure what their road schedule is. Yeah, tomorrow night at the AIS? 
out at the training hall and uh, we'll have delayed coverage of that game on sportradio.com.au and uh, well you'll be blooding in a new commentator too with uh, John Keogh from Sport Radio's AFL coverage Joining making, the, uh, making the step across to the uh, defence jobs WNBL so we won't put him under too much pressure <laughs> I know forward that to it. you're right there you're going to hold his hand right through the whole thing that's right. <laughs> he can he can teach me a bit about the Aussie rules. <laughs> Bibby, Hurst, Sinclair, Beattie and Cunningham returning to the floor for the Caps with Kerr, Waxel, Main, Cummings and Cunningham. Uh, sorry, not, yeah, uh, Cunningham. No, Kavanagh, sorry. Kavanagh. <laughs> Wrong former bullying player. <laughs> right. Cummings hands it off to Kerr, left side, outside the perimeter. Goes to Cummings in the corner, inside to Kavanagh. Outside to Waxel, and Waxel's being called on a travel. 70 plays 40 here at the AS Arena. And, uh, well, it is interesting to see how the Caps will play out this game. Oh, inbound ball. Just almost got tapped away by Maine. Goes back to Cunningham, who drives hard on the baseline. But doesn't drop. Cummingham comes up with the ball. Kavanagh's got it getting in the way there. Hurst trying to watch her. Oh, and Hurst gets a hand in on it. Taps it over the sideline. Bishop to come in for Cunningham. Cunningham really just needs to be rotated a lot. She's recovering from injury and has had a long period out of the uh, WNBL. That's right. Oh. oh, inbound pass. Went straight to Bibby instead of Maine. Bibby's layup doesn't fall. Hurst. Well, Bibby is fouled. In the layup, so uh, that will be a second personal, or well, can't be on 11, oh, it's on 21. So it's second personal foul on Natasha Main, and Bibby goes to the line. 24 points for Jess Bibby, that's the start that everyone was hoping for <laughs> from her, particularly Jess Bibby. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, and Jess has had a, a history of um, injury, being in and out of the game throughout her time in the WBL, NBL, and she's she's an absolute talent. And just whether her body can hold up and touch wood, she'll be able to. All right, now I'm in trouble because uh, I must have said the points counted on that last shot. In fact, they didn't. So it's 72 plays 40 at the other end. It is Larissa Kavanagh, a nice baseline step through there. Kavanagh now moving to six points for the game. Still a 30-point deficit with two minutes and five seconds left to go. Hurst drives the baseline. Kavanagh blocks the shot. Hurst gets it back, gives it to Sinclair for three, and Kerr will do the work off the defensive glass. Kerr's been having a big game tonight, and uh, perhaps with Jackson not being out there, she hasn't had to worry too much about... uh, getting in the face of someone. That's exactly right. And, you know, Dandenong need Kerr to have big games week in, week out for them this season. She really is one of their senior players and she needs to leave and not get herself into foul trouble in games and, and have to sit on the bench. So, Hurst gives the pass to Beattie, who is driving the lane out to... Oh, Jess Bibby hits another three. 29 points for the game. She's having a great game. She's stroking it, shooting the ball well, she's finding the open player. Waxel now right-hand side of the perimeter. Bounce pass to Cohen. Quits up the shot. Hurst has fouled. The shot doesn't drop. And Hurst will have her second.
personal foul. It moves uh, moves them into the bonus. So coming will step up to the line. Six points already for the game. One minute, 15 seconds left to go in what will be the Capitals' first win of the season. Dandenong get to put this game behind them fairly quickly when they go up against the AIS. Coming makes the uh, first. Capitals go on the road next week to the AIS. All the way across town. Yeah, it's a big road trip for the Caps next week. Across campus, in fact. <laughs> Kavanagh gives the ball off to Kerr. Inside ball to Downey. She rushed uh, to, to Maine, who rushed the shot. Foul in there going against Tracy Beattie, and Tracy Beattie sits down as she has her fifth personal foul. Gets a big big round of applause. That gives uh, the opportunity for Coach Graff to bring Shields back out. Shields got a bit of height on her, but a very young girl and just That's doesn't right. have the bulk that, uh, you know, you need to be able to match it up with the Kavanaugh's and the... That's right, just life. have the physical, um, at, all, at this stage, the physical um, strength to be able to play the game at this level. So, you know, limited minutes, opportunities to develop, and that's exactly what she needs. Yeah, Graf would be a little bit um, disappointed with the way that the Caps played the last couple of minutes. They're up by a lot, but you still want to be looking at playing some disciplined ball. Oh, I think we've got a uh, foul by Sh- oh, Waxel holding shields. So Shields will go to the line. The good news for Shields is that her and Mel Dalgleish are the only two without scores and they have just put her to the charity stripe. <laughs> so she could get the goose egg out of her, not only her game column, but career column here. First shot, oh, it's a big air, big loop. But the problem was it dropped short, hit the front of the iron. Did that give us a hope as it hit the back? But she just needs to put Should a bit more one? on it. Yes, that's all. Oh, I was about to say that's all net. Hit the back of the iron and bounced away. And foul has been called on shield. So that is, uh, well, that is a bad move. Miss two free throws and immediately and give away foul. a foul when both teams are in the bonus. That's exactly right. And that's, again, inexperience. You know, you learn um, as you develop and mature as a player that, you know, you don't try and... Um, uh, make up for errors like that and compound them, I guess. Kerr makes the first of her two free throws. 57.6 seconds left to go in the game. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Dalgleish will have a goose egg. Will they do everything in their power to Get give Shields a chance? Kerr That's makes the second. 45, plays 46. Hurst brings the ball down. Shields setting herself up at the elbow. Pete Sinclair goes over the top to Bishop. Bishop loses control as she tried to put it up there. Bishop and Shields goes in, locks up the jump ball as Waxel hits the ground, but the arrow is pointing to the favour of Dandenong, and they will get it back. 45.6 seconds left to run in the first game of the Defence Jobs WNBL, and it is down the right wing. Cummings gives it off to Maine, who I thought got run into. Kavanaugh on the ground. Waxel loses it. Bibby's going to come up with it. Bibby drives to the basket. Layup is good. And Bibby moves to 31 points for the game. Coming now, bringing the ball back. 28 seconds left. Hurst tries to steal. Doesn't do it. Oh, almost came back and got the pass. It was going over the top to Maine. Goes inside to Kerr. Kerr's shot doesn't drop. Maine, uh, sorry, Kerr and Bishop 
Locked the ball up on the defensive glass. This time it's the Capitals. And Shields is just going straight down <laughs> to the key. You don't think uh, Dad has taught her a few tricks or two. <laughs> Go down there when the shot's running out. Hurst carries it down. 13 seconds left. The Caps are going to get their first win. Hurst drives all the way to the basket. Doesn't fall. Sinclair gets it up. Kicks it to Bibby. Goes round to Hurst. Hurst thinks about the three kills. It in to the glass. And it's over the baseline with... Five hundredths of a second left, five tenths of a second left, it is uh, going to be a ball in from the baseline. Coming from the defensive key, puts up the shot, it lands in the hand of Jeff Bibby, but at the end it is a 31 point victory to the Canberra Transact Capitals, 77 to 46. The Capitals having a good start to the defence of their defence job, WNBL Championship. Yeah, that's a good start for the season for the Capitals, particularly to see them out there with such a, a new and a lot of young players out on the floor as well. I mean, Jess Bibby was great. She led by example. Kelly Abrams was solid again. Tully Bevilacqua, in the end, probably didn't play a lot of minutes, but she's just a class above out there. You could see the experience and... Um, the determination that she shows and the leadership that she shows out on the floor. So that's great. And Abby Bishop, you know, solid performance tonight. First game for the Capitals. Into foul trouble early, but yeah. managed to play out the game. That's right. And, you know, and that's what you want. You know, it's going to happen. You're going to get players who get into foul trouble. The key is for them to learn how to actually play with those, um, in those situations. So, overall, I think Carrie Graff would be reasonably happy with that result. Yeah, room to improve, but... There are signs there that uh, this capital side has a realistic chance of defending their championship. For Dandenong, well, there's all, they're having a huddle, a team huddle, and Caitlin Ryan is talking to the girls now, just away from Coach Fox, about, uh, about what happened tonight and how they hope to be able to... Uh, rectified tomorrow night when they go up against the AIS at the training That's hall. Right. And there's some, you know, Sandy Long will be thinking about, you know, the fact that they've got two of their premier players out in Richards and uh, um, Hammond, so they're still to come back into the group. You know, it's a tough ask to come up here and play the Capitals defending champions, as you say. Um, but they know that tomorrow night they're coming up against the AIS um, that that's really a game that they should be aiming to come away with a, a reasonable win. They've got some faces that haven't been around before, some new blood in the group, and they showed some um, good signs. So for the Dandenong Rangers, that's a positive. They've got their Kavanaugh's and McInerney's and Kerr's who will continue to provide them with the um, uh, leadership and the um, consistency that they need. And if they can get some of these young players coming through and throw Richards and Hammonds back into the mix, you know, and Gary Fox, I mean, he's just an outstanding coach. So they'll be, you know, coming down the stretch. We can't discount them despite the fact that they had a, a solidly beaten this evening. All right, well, we'll start to hear from some of the players on sportradio.com.au. The Canberra Capital, Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network here, brought to you, bringing you each and every game in the uh, Capital season. Well, I should say, each and every game in the nation's capital of their season. So should be a, uh, well, an interesting game tomorrow night for Dandenong. The Caps now wait a week and take on the AIS at the training hall next week after a good win to start their season. But, as I said, we'll hear from some of the girls here on sportradio.com.au.
Well, Gary Fox was always going to be a tough ass, but the girls put on a, a pretty spirited effort. Well, yeah, they tried hard, and Canberra were just too good for us tonight. Go to the AIS. You get to put this game behind you pretty quick. Well, we have to. we got to come back and play tomorrow, but, we, you know, we, we have a long way to go. It was uh, noticeable that Caitlin had to do a lot of work for you, carrying the ball up, and she was looking tired towards the end. Well, we're missing the two of the best point guards in the competition, and Sam Richards and Kathleen McLeod. Caitlin's had to go in and do everything she can for everybody, and that's a, lot, that's a big, big job. A couple of young girls that uh, did some good work for you today in Maine and Cummings. Yeah. Cummings opening up with those three-pointers, good sign. That was great for Steph. She's just, she's a bottom, she was bottom age under 18 this year, and she's got a scholarship to go to the IS. She showed she's a tough kid today. She stepped at it, and Natasha did some good things too, yeah. Good luck for tomorrow night. Thank you, Greg, very much. Well, Coach Ralph, uh, get the first win for the season, and... Uh, Big minutes for some of your youngest girls in the squad. Yeah, look, I mean, it was, at first it was good just to get the win, and then it was a great chance to get a few people to play. You know, Dalgleish and Shields play their first ever minutes in the WNBL. Um, you know, it's good for Bibi to get that one against their old team out of the way. And, you know, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a brilliant 30-point win. It was pretty ugly at times, but, hey, a win against Standing on any time will take. Depleted or not, we'll take it. Of course, they're getting... Tully back into the side and getting her into a few training runs is going to help the defence now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, since Tully and Kelly Evans did great jobs defensively on Ryan and McInerney and really locked them up and, you know, I think their, their maturity says that, hey, you know, when we play teams like that, they need to let their opponents know that it's going to be a tough one and, you know, that was, I mean, Phoebe went off offensively, which was nice for her, but we got a lot to work on, but um, we'll take a 30-point win and get back to practice and try and get a few more over the coming weeks. I guess next week. Yeah, look, we had a good one against them in the pre-season. I, you know, we can't take them lightly. I think they'll get better week in as the season progresses. I think for us, it's lucky that we got them early on because I think they'll buy some teams come the end of the season. All the best. Thank you. Kelly Abrams, well, your captaincy getting off to a uh, great start, a 30-point win. Yeah, look, very pleased with our efforts tonight, and um, we held them to under 50 points, and that's a good start to our season. All in all, a lot of new girls in this team from last year, and when you looked at both teams, they didn't look a lot like what we saw in the grand final last year. No, it wasn't. Um, you know, Dandenong had some key players missing tonight, and um, but, you know, credit, credit to them, they, they stuck it out, and, um, you know, we, we're a bit rusty. Too, and it's our first game, so we're only going to get it better from here. Well, all the best, AIS next week. Yeah, thanks. Just maybe you get the game against the old club. So a championship game under your belt. Yeah, um, you know, I was a little nervous going into the game tonight. You know, I haven't, haven't gone up against Foxy for, for quite a while. He's been my coach for quite a number of years. And, you know, playing against Caitlin and Macca and Al Downey, you know, those guys that I sort of shared a couple of championships with. So I was a little bit nervous, but, you know, I, you know it, was, it was great to get the win. Yeah, and also started to rack up some points towards the end. You're finding your range on these rings. Yeah, I, you know, I was a bit surprised, actually. You know, I've only had, I think, one training session and one shoot around on this court. And, you know, I was finding that you've really got to shoot the ball you know, pretty much spot on for it to go in in these hoops but I was able to get some rhythm tonight and the girls got me some good open looks and I was able to knock them down which is, which is my job. Phil the best. Thanks a lot. Next week. Thanks a lot. Anyway. Happy Bishop. Well, first game with the Capitals and a pretty good debut. Yeah, not bad. It was a good game. Um, we all played well together as a team and yeah, I think the outcome was good. You, know, you left Canberra. Five minutes later, you're driving the car back to Canberra. How did that all come about? Yeah, well, Canberra wasn't on my list um, until the end, actually. Graffy didn't ring me till a week later. So, um, um, yeah, Graffy didn't ring me till a week later. So I was back in Adelaide. I drove all the way back by myself and I thought Canberra was the best option for me. So I drove back. 
and next week you get to uh, take on these girls in a regular season game, uh, these girls being the AAS girls that are giving you a bit of a word up now. Yeah, no, nah, it should be good next week. We played them last weekend as a practice game and they gave us a run for our money, but we ended up um, getting up by 20, so it was good, but it should be a good hit out. And you're looking forward to uh, taking on the girls that, well, what, two months ago were your teammates? Yeah, it should be good um, playing against girls my age. But the AIS are just getting better every day, so it should be a good game. They're physical girls, and they'll take it at us. So I just can't wait to play my old teammates. So have you had to sit down with Coach Graff and run through Dean Kinson's playbook yet? We did last weekend, actually, and I had, yeah, I had to tell her everything and what they do and what plays they run, but, yeah, it's all in the fun of the game, yeah. Well, good luck and good start. Thank you. Thanks. Well, Lorraine Landon, the defence job, WNBL, game one's in the book, game two's going on up in Townsville, and of course, you're as proud as punch because you brought back a world championship on top of everything else. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's great to get the, the first uh, game of the, you know, the new season with the uh, defence job. I think, um, uh, I think everybody's still sort of... Uh, Still, not so much celebrating, but uh, basking in a little bit of the glory that we had in Brazil. I mean, the uh, the win was just fantastic for women's basketball and for our sport and women's sport. So uh, I think uh, from uh, moving forward, we can only hope for bigger and better things with uh, this season. Of course, uh, the momentum that you were able to build with box sports, televising games here in Australia, I guess when you did hit the ground in Australia, you, you would have got a bit of a shock at just how much coverage it was getting. Well, we did, um, although we were getting good reports from whilst we were overseas that the media were being very supportive. I mean, it's a big challenge when you're 13 hours difference and sort of not quite the right end of the day. But um, I think we were we were certainly very pleased with the medium when we arrived in Sydney, and and also the government support that has been in each of the states, the, the local councils and the state government and the federal government has been very supportive. And unfortunately, we couldn't have like a ticket tape parade or something because we only had four of the girls staying here. The rest of them, you know, probably uh, brought their bags home, did their washing, and then uh, went back overseas. It is one of the uh, um, it's one of the unfortunate things in some respects that the girls had set their sights on get through the world championships and then take my opportunities to play overseas for a year, maybe two seasons before they have to concentrate on another Olympic campaign. And in some respects, the WNBL misses the opportunity to really push the world championships, the Australian world champions, a bit like Australian soccer has the trouble with uh, their stars overseas. It's very similar, Craig, and. Uh there's not a lot we can do. I think, um, you know, I look at it this way. Uh, this is a new season. There are some new faces. Uh, probably tonight's game was a show that the girls were, was the first game, so it was uh, probably not at the standard that both teams would like to play. Um, Dan and all, of course, had, uh, had some injury, but uh, I think um, I think we'll see some new stars. And, uh, and that's what the WNBL has been able to do over a long period of time. So we never, and we, you know, we've lost um, athletes to Europe since uh, the late 90s so um, I'm, I'm confident that we'll, you know, some new girls will come through and uh, and the girls playing uh, in Europe will get better there's no question they're playing against very good uh, opposition week in and week out So and also they get a chance to earn some money out of their sport which unfortunately we don't have the, the population here or the, uh, the backing to be able to give them that sort of support so I say good luck to them and good luck to the new kids that get an opportunity to play when we talk about that, you could almost say it was the Canberra 
Capital Cannons tonight. Dow Gleash, Perth and Shields all out on the floor. It's amazing, isn't it? We, um, we're only talking, uh, coming down in the car from Sydney this afternoon about the, the next generation of uh, athletes that will come through from basketball families. And, uh, and it was. It was wonderful to see. And uh, Natalie had a, a really good game tonight. And, uh, and I'm sure the other two, will, as they get more court time, will uh, also uh, start to sort of shine through. Well, it's been very exciting for everyone up in the WNBL and in Basketball Australia for, uh, well, two very successful World Cup campaigns, crowned off by the World Championship. Thank you very much. Well, the Capitals taking the victory there, and as you can tell, a lot of the uh, girls on debut, very happy with the result. And uh, for the captain of the Kelly gang, Kelly Abrams, she was taking it in her stride. Looking at the stats then, and the points, 31 to Jess Bibby rounding out the game. 12-2, Tracy Beatty fouled out late in that final quarter. Then seven points apiece to Bevilacqua and also Natalie Hurst. 6-2, Abby Bishop in a good debut. 9-2, Kelly Abrams leaving the captain out there, not a good move. 4-2, Caitlin Cunningham and a one point two. Kylie Lange for the Dandenong Rangers who as we said right throughout the game undermanned right from the start 11 points to Annika Kerr and a good return to Dandenong for her 7 points apiece to Alison Downey and Larissa Kavanagh and uh, sorry Stephanie Cunningham and Alison Downey then it was Larissa Cunningham with 6 points and Caitlin Ryan also with 6 2 points to Emily McInerney and three points to Demelza Waxel with four to Natasha Main. So all the girls in Dandenong getting on the scorecard, but it was a tough night. They shot across the game 27.3% Dandenong to the caps at 48.3. from the three-point arc, 30% for Dandenong from the three-point arc, and free throws 54.2 for Dandenong, 70% for the Capitals. They led at every change, taking the victory 77-46. On behalf of Simon Peters, Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel. Wrapping up Game 1 of the Defence Jobs WNBL Dandenong versus Canberra. Tomorrow night on sportradio.com.au it will be the AIS versus Dandenong. I hope you'll join the team for that game.